Welcome to Behind the Curtain. Please refrain from singing in the rain, stepping in time, and learning your lines out loud during this podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. To behind the curtain. So good to have your company. My name is George Sargent and Jack Dainteth. How are you, mate? I'm well. How are you, George? Yeah, I'm, I'm going really, really well. I'm a bit excited, but also a little bit sad. This is our our last guest when it comes to our Alice in Wonderland edition of the podcast. Absolutely. It's because the show is nearly on stage. It has come around so quickly. It's like Wow, we're only a week out. Well, this is it's a week out from when we're actually recording this podcast today. But we have a wonderful leading lady of Alice in Wonderland. It is Abby Kittler who is playing the Cheshire Cat. Ab, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries. Abby, it's so good to have you on the podcast. We've seen you absolutely blossom from the very first moment you jumped on the stage. You're from a very musical family, hey? Yes, very musical. My whole family has been in shows and still to this day, my siblings were doing dancing and shows and singing around the house just all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, when, when did this all start? Um, Goodness me, who knows? I think definitely from my mum. She's been in so many shows and ever since I could remember, I've been watching her on stage. So it just became like one of those things that we do. Like you brush your teeth and brush your hair. It was like, yeah, I, I need to audition for a show now. It <laughs> just became habit. <laughs> it just comes naturally. And, and I believe you've actually been in a few shows, you know, with your siblings and with your parents too. Yeah, I have. Um, we were all in Annie in 2015. I was Duffy, an orphan, and my sister was Molly. My brother was a little creature around the street, just a little boy. <laughs> and my dad, he was like a butler, something like that. And then my mum choreographed it. So that was really incredible. And we were all together just having the best time. Absolutely. Now, away from the theatre just for a minute, what are the kittlers like at home when they're not at rehearsals? Are they are you getting stuck into each other? Or are you nice to each other? Or what's it like at home? We try. We're <laughs> very rarely home, to be honest. Like Monday night, rehearsals till nine, and then Tuesday, dancing, Wednesday, soccer. So the time that we do spend together, it's like eating a meal and then we're all tired. We're going to bed. <laughs> we're living the full professional struggling artist life right now. <laughs> well, you speak about that lifestyle uh, at the moment, but obviously, you know, you do all these things because you love it, you enjoy it, you are obviously very, very good at it. Uh, where do you see yourself going with all these skills? Um, I'm really hoping for next year, like near future, to go full-time dance in Sydney at a school called Brent Street. So that would be a two-year course getting me an advanced diploma in dance. And I just think that would be so amazing to have under my belt. I've already got some teaching degrees. So I think it would just really bring my next, like that would be my next step, really up level and get into that world of performing. Uh, it would be amazing. 
I mean, what's the process like? Obviously, is there an audition process or how does that work for listeners out there today? So there is an audition process. It definitely depends for heaps of schools, but I actually had my audition last Tuesday for Brent Street. They were on a tour, so Australia-wide, they touring to different cities and just gathering their troops. So I went there, auditioned, and I'm yet to hear back. Fingers crossed, but yeah. yeah. Our, our fingers are crossed for you as well. I mean, no <laughs> doubt that you've got some incredible talent behind you. What, you know, it's full-time dance. So what are your your favourite dance styles? Oh, I'm definitely right into jazz. I just love to feel the energy around me. It's just so amazing. And having that really loud music just really hypes you up. I feel like it just lets everything out. You can be as expressive as you want to be. With and can, can I just say like jazz as well, when I first started taking jazz classes, I thought, oh, it's going to be like skittle up, 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 bamboo, blah, 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 you know, like cane, you know, jazz hands, <laughs> that kind of thing. But it's actually like jazz today is like almost, almost music to pop. Am I right in saying yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been heavily commercialized. And although we call it jazz, there's so much within it. You've got cabaret, you've got more hip hop, you've got commercial jazz, you've got straight jazz, and it's just so different. And I think it's really meaningful with jazz because we're still um, we're still dancing older dance styles. Like often you see a huge growth in dance styles and you look back and you're like, oh, why did we ever do that? That's so weird and tacky. But with jazz, like we've grown with the steps and have evolved with it and you know we've still got our charleston it will live on forever <laughs> so yeah. yeah keeps growing now how do you think your your abilities and your experience in dancing has shaped your experience with musical theater do you think um it's it definitely opened my eyes to a lot of performing and a really really different aspect of it so dancing like you get on stage and you express but you can only express so much so with musical theatre being able to use your voice um, and just simple movements and gestures was so incredible and took a lot of getting used to because you know a director would be like I want you to put your hand here and me the dancer's like oh let me put my hand there with purpose the beautiful big arm like no (laughs) so it was really incredible because I had that performance experience but it was a whole different aspect of it something that Jack and I like to bring up with all of our guests is where is where we rank our our triple threat or I mean and if we don't have the triple threat uh I mean speaking for myself, um, Jack and I have got it as singing, uh, acting and dancing right right down the bottom, like solo, well you can't even see well it. Well and truly. <laughs> where, where, where do you rank your your three, your three skills? Mm, definitely dancing and then acting. And really? honestly, I think my singing is down there. I don't even want to see it. <laughs> it's the oh, reverse of us. I think yeah. I have to disagree with that. I think I have to disagree with that. What? Yeah. I think it's more dancing, singing, acting, I think, if I had to put it on three. Oh, lovely. Right. Maybe I'm yeah. a 
singer in the making. <laughs> <laughs> now, Abby, if you were doing musical theatre, what would you get up to, do you think? If I was doing it, like, as a job or... Yeah, if you weren't doing musical theatre... Weren't. What, what, what is something that you enjoy doing, do you think? What would be, like, your second uh, hobby? My second hobby? Um, goodness, it would still definitely be music-related. So I used to play the cello. I'd probably still be doing that. But um, I love art, just another form of expression. I think expression is so important and everybody should just do it in any way that they can. So I do it through movement. But art is so beautiful and it doesn't have to look like anything in particular. You can just blur on, onto a canvas and it's incredible. So I think I'd be doing that because I just love to express. Yeah. Hey, Abby, as Jack mentioned uh, earlier in, in the pod that uh, we're about a week out from the shows getting onto stage. Uh, we're, we're a day away from bumping in. Uh, what are the nerves doing? Uh, how excited are you? Uh, what are you, what are you, what are you keen for? How are you feeling right now? Oh, I'm so excited, but just as equally nervous. Um, this is my first time singing an entire song on stage by myself and that is so scary because the production team has really pushed me and they're like, yeah, you can do this thing. And I'm like, no, I can't. I don't know how. You know, there's some really cool visual things that are going on and they're going to look spectacular on stage. But on the inside, I'm standing there freaking out. Like <laughs> it's kind of scary, but it is just going to be so fun and so magical. And the people that we're with, they're just incredible and the friendship and the bond it uh it just it's so heartwarming and you can see it on stage and you can see it when we're performing yeah. we can see it right now there's a huge smile on your face which is so yeah. cool <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has there been a particular moment throughout the whole entire alice journey that's really stood out to you um goodness mm, i think it was just the first time that we all did our opening number together and just the room, it just filled and echoed and it felt warm and full. And uh, it was like a massive buzz. I was like, oh my gosh, it almost brought me to tears because everybody there was singing and performing their heart out. And it just felt so magical. And from that moment on, I was like, yay, let's go to rehearsals, let's do it. And just imagining us on stage, it's going to be so special. Abby, it would be remiss of me not to ask this question because I've asked all of the uh, all of the other actors and actresses in this production, uh, what's it like working with um, our mate uh, Jack Dainteth? Oh, Jack. Yeah, Jack, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> um. Jack is really incredible. He's unafraid and really bold and a true leader, um, which is so special. And, you know, no shame in just taking charge and pushing through really tough times, really tough decisions. And, you know, there's a massive production team for this show and the way that, you know, Jack has been able to lead them it has been really incredible. Obviously still working together. I hope <laughs> no drama behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, look, 
and, and the, these things, it's, it's part of the reason why I love to do it. I love to give people like you, Abby, the chance to get up on stage. And that was the big reason behind putting Alice in Wonderland on because obviously it is a youth production. So we've got people as young as eight years old in the cast. And then yeah. we've got older people such as yourself up towards the 22 sort of years of age. How has it been working with the younger sort of cast members? They are so funny. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> they are so funny. I just think it's really magical that at that young of an age, you can see this fire in their eyes and that you're there as a person to help them out. You know, you might just be the oldest person in the cast. You might not even be a lead. You might be on the production team, but they really look up to us, um, which is so heartwarming. And I feel like we can have a really massive impact on these kids in following their dreams and inspiring them. So it's really incredible. But they are so funny. They ask the most random questions. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so for people uh, who listen to this podcast that aren't necessarily in the, you know, the central western area where, where the show is going to be uh, taking place, explain what you bring to the character Cheshire Cat. Oh, I'm definitely taking a very different approach to what, you may have seen in the like Disney film in that one the Cheshire Cat is super kooky and just all over the shop but my approach on the Cheshire Cat is very classy he's very or she she's very um I guess like cocky and big-headed she doesn't really care about anybody else she's like look at me I've got this adorable fur and you know this Cheshire cat is just cool and jazzy and super slinky and obviously has a massive grin <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you got a particular cool. favorite character in the show Abby oh. other than a Cheshire cat of course yeah of course <laughs> my favorite character Honestly, I can't get enough of the Mock Turtle. Mm -hmm. Just so amazing. And the way Scarlett, who was in the previous podcast, I believe, the, the way that she does the Mock Turtle is so special and so different to what I've seen. And uh, if you watch it, bring some tissues. <laughs> yeah wow so special. That, that's a hook if i've ever heard one hey you've been in a lot of uh shows abby uh, and we, we like to ask our our guests whether there's been any big theater fails um so you know in previous episodes jack and i we've discussed ours i think one of mine was um yeah yeah not wearing pants on stage uh accidentally uh and, and i'm sure jack's got a few up his sleeve as well but uh, abby any any for you that you can share with us uh, 100%. So <laughs> I've got a few, you know, they only happen at dance concerts because they're so rushed. But once the entire concert was being held up because I didn't have my costume on and um, the like stage manager was going, turn on the lights. Like Abby's here, right? She's in her costume. Oh. And my friend was holding my costume up and go, no, she isn't. <laughs> I, I know don't know where I was, but I was somewhere. <laughs> and then another one, I was front and centre doing a big, like, split jump. 
and my foot got caught on somebody else's while doing the split jump and I just fell straight down like front and center in front of everybody (laughs) and I just had to just sit there for a bit it felt like forever but it was so embarrassing. <laughs> but like a true pro, you get up, you move on, you you do your thing. That's that's how theatre works, right? Yeah. Pretend like nothing happened. Fake it till you make it. That was meant to happen. I was totally meant to just completely yeah. drop myself and on stage in front of everyone. It's interpretive. It's so hard <laughs> dick. <laughs> and, and it's a big thing, I think, because particularly with these people who are in Alice for the first time, this is their actual first time ever going on stage. They, they find it hard sometimes to think of the concept that if something happens, just keep on going, just keep mm. on going because nothing yeah. would be worse than sitting there on stage and think, oh, I forgot a line or I forgot a cue or I came on on the wrong side. These things do happen, unfortunately, and it's just part of the game. But, Abby, why do you think listeners and people out there in the Central West in particular should come see Alice in Wonderland? I think that everybody should come see Alice in Wonderland because – it just really showcases what everybody has to offer and not a single person on that stage is hidden or, you know, not a single person has no importance. Everybody on that stage is so important and so influential in the show, I believe. Everybody there and, you know, just watching it, you just get such a sense of, it's it's so holistic in a way because you're just sitting there going everybody is so into this and so passionate and it just reminds you of the small things and that reaching those goals and following your passions isn't impossible and even if we're small scale orange amateur theater it's so much more than that it's so much more because you should never um like invalidate your dreams. It's love. Yeah. Gee, you've sold that very, very well. And, uh, (laughs) you know, Jack and I have been so excited to to talk to you, Abby, because uh, knowing your family and knowing your, your talents as well, uh, we, we just can't wait to see where, where you end up. Like what, which big stage you're going to be on Broadway or the Mm. West End or or wherever it may be. (laughs) <laughs> everywhere we'll be struggling to contact you you'll we'll be sliding into your dms and you'll be like oh those guys nah that's all right another day managers and secretaries yeah i'll have a whole crew behind me oh. now abby before we go what is the one thing you would say to a younger version of yourself if say what was something you would say to your something yourself like say 10 years ago 10 years ago i would just remind myself to just keep going. 10 years ago, I was a really horrible dancer. Like I couldn't even point my toe (laughs) properly. Um, But I just felt something that I wanted to pursue. So I would just remind myself, you know, you've got this and you're here for a reason. So keep, keep pushing, keep going. Yeah. Please keep doing what you love, Abby. We love seeing it up on stage. Uh, Alice in Wonderland from the 6th to the 15th of May at the Orange Civic Theatre. You can book now at Ticket Tech. Uh, All the details are in the uh, episode description of this podcast. Uh, Break a leg, Abby, and, uh, yeah, enjoy working with the big fella, Jack Dainteth, and the team. They're doing a great job. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Abby. Thank you for listening to Behind the Curtain. 
Be sure to give the boys a rating and review and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at BehindTheCurtain.podcast. Talk soon.